ho, Tudor-minded people. It's Philadelphia Carrie for Tudor Time Machine. The word I share with you this week is soft. And while I do indeed love the soft hand of a courtier in my own, and I also love a soft pillow beneath my head, the soft I speak of today is an exclamation. For instance, if some soft-handed courtier insists on telling me what is the best song to do La Volta to, I say, soft, I shall choose on my own. Or if he says, but we must rush to be the first to dance, I may say, but soft, we shall await our queen. Soft is a wonderful word that allows one to admonish and be elegant at the same time. Soft? How now, Tudor Files? What think you? If you're new here, I'm Gage. I'm Jessica. And we're here with Philadelphia Carey for Tudor Word of the Week. Soft, don't miss a word. And listen to the Tudor Time Machine Story Project. Jessica reads a chapter of Time's Riddle, and then my dear friends discuss the history behind the mystery. How diverting. So subscribe on YouTube and give me a like. Thank you so much for listening. Tudor Files are an amazing bunch. Every one of you has the wit of Rosalind and the heart of Cordelia. Can you give us the spelling of soft, our word of the week? Gage, I do believe our Tudor Files can spell soft, so I shall not. I do bespeak you, Philadelphia. It might be spelled S-O-F-F-T-E. That is a perfectly good spelling to me. But in your time, when spelling is beset by rules, it is spelled S-O-F-T. But soft, you have spelled it perfectly. This word is very versatile. Why did we get rid of its meaning as an interjection? Because it can mean be quiet or hush or not so fast or wait a moment. And this word is used so many times in Shakespeare's plays. Philadelphia, why don't you give us a few of your favorite examples of soft in Shakespeare? If you say so, there are many. In Henry IV, Falstaff says to himself, soft, who are you? In As You Like It, Cecilia says to Rosalind of Orlando, Soft? Comes he not here? In Hamlet, it is used again and again. Horatio to Bernaldo and Marcellus of the ghost. But soft, behold, lo, where it comes again. And then the ghost to Hamlet. But soft, methinks I scent the morning air. Then Hamlet alone. Soft you now, the fair Ophelia. Hamlet alone again. But soft, what noise? Who calls on Hamlet? Then the king to Laertes. Soft, let me see. Hamlet to Horatio. But soft, but soft a while. In Romeo and Juliet it is also common. Benvolio to Romeo. Soft, I will go along. Romeo to himself. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks? Capulet to Paris. But soft, what day is this? Capulet to Lady Capulet. Soft, take me with you. Philadelphia, we understand it is a very common word. But it's a word that definitely gives a feeling. Because if the character said, you know, wait up or hold on, it would feel more ordinary. Word choice is so essential. And I think we don't focus on the small words enough. Well, the long words or the most impressive words are usually in the spotlight. 
What do you think Shakespeare's longest word is? Honorifica Billy to Denny Tat Ipus, of course. Every soul knows that. What? Honorifica Billy to Denny Tat Ipus, from Love's Labour's Lost. It is so fun to say. Honorifica Billy to Denny Tat Ipus. Honorifica Billy to Denny Tat Ipus. Honorifica Billy to Denny Tat Ipus. Wow. Is it fun to say? Honorific ability to Denny Tat Ibis. Mm, you say it better. What does it mean? Did Shakespeare make that word up? It means to be worthy of honor, and it is a very good word. Dante used it as well. Well, I guess if you need some syllables to finish out a line, it might be useful. Soft, dear Gage, soft. Give heed to defiles. Bring some 16th century sauce to your vocabulary with the many meanings of soft. Listen in next time. Don't miss a word. Subscribe on YouTube and give me a like.